Sometimes when people say things, it cuts deep. Damn, that cuts deep. You know, something that no one ever prepared me for growing up was dealing with relationships as an adult. And like, by relationships, I mean like platonic and romantic or even just like relationships with family members, like how to balance that with everything else that goes on in an adult life, you know? So something that's interesting to me is that I feel like all of us have like our strengths and weaknesses and each aspect, like some people are better with romantic relationships, whereas others are better with friendships, you know? And then some of us struggle talking to our family as much as we would like to. And not because we don't want to. We just forget. It seems like all throughout my childhood, the way that people explained being an adult consisted of, oh, it just sucks the older that you get. Or, oh, you just wait until like you think you want to be older so bad. There was such a negative annotation behind being an adult whenever other adults would explain that to me as a child. So I feel like because no one ever explained it in like a positive way, like, oh, here's all the things that you get to, you know, take charge of or have responsibility of as an adult. Now I'm 24 years old and I'm having to teach myself all of these lessons. And currently I feel like a big one that I've learned is how to balance all of those relationships. I feel like I always have strengths in two of the three. I'm either paying a lot of attention to my relationship and my friendships and then lacking on my family or I'm spending time with my family and my friends and I don't spend as much time with my boyfriend or you know I feel like I find it hard to juggle because in addition to doing that obviously like we all most of us work full-time jobs and so something that I've been working on in the last several months is just trying to balance everyone and everything I think I have put my friendships above like pretty much everything is because I've known that with friends, I can always be myself. I don't, I never had to change myself. It's, and this is a little bit of a cliche, but like you're, I always think of like my friends as like my chosen family. Like I have a few select friends that I know. I mean, even if I don't talk to them every single day or even every week, I know, like, they're there no matter what, and I appreciate that because, I mean, it's the same with your family. I know, or at least for me, I have an amazing family. My family, they are there no matter what, even whenever I feel like I've been lacking and I don't spend enough time with my family. No matter what, like, at the end of the day, I can call up my mom or my sister or even my brother and just be like, hey, I I need something. I need to talk. I need support in this, like, Especially, like, emotionally. Like, I just need somebody to talk to. And I appreciate having friends that support me in the same way. And personally, for me, I've always struggled with making friends. Deep, like, not making friends. Like, I have a ton of peers that I, like, talk to. And I'm like, hey, like, how are you? Like, this is my friend. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, real friends. Friends that you can rely on kind of friends. When you watch these TV shows, like how you got me on Friends. By the way, to everyone out there who gave me shit 
for not knowing what Friends was. I'm finally watching it. <laughs> but when you look at a TV show like Friends, obviously it's glamorized because it's like a TV show. Right. But it still gives that same message. When you're going through all these struggles in life and everything seems like it's falling apart. You still have those people to like fall back on. Exactly. And that to me, you know, cause you can't, you don't always want to tell your family everything. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's interesting because I feel like because we all grew up, um, specifically like w- not wanting to disappoint like our parents, mm-hmm. um, your friends kind of take you as you are. Yeah. And yeah, like they can be disappointed in you if you make a mistake, but it's, I don't know. I never am afraid to disappoint my friends. I'm not like, oh my gosh, if I do this in life and I fail in life, like I'm not going to have Matt. Like I know no matter what happens in life, like I've got like my friend group, my chosen family. Why do you think that is that we're like, oh, at the end of the day, like, you know, I'm not afraid to disappoint my friends, but I'm afraid to disappoint my family because your family, a lot of the time, is also, as, as long as you're in good standing with them, also going to be there just yeah. as long as your friend is. Parents have such, like, high hopes for their children. And whenever you really think about, like, what you want in life and what your parents want for you, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, they want me to be successful. And we have this, like, pressure to do well, even though, like, I'm sure none of our parents intended on us to feel that pressure. They don't actually want us to feel the pressure, but, like, we just – we're human. We can't help it. Do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, it's every parent's natural instinct to want their child to have everything that they didn't. So naturally, your parents are going to push you to do all the things that they didn't do. But I think a lot of the times what parents don't realize is that I think there's a way to do that without pinpointing specific careers, you know, because my parents always pushed me when I was growing up to go to college, go to college, get a degree. But what I think is so important to remember is, although, yes, they are your parents, it's your life. You know, they put you here, but you're the person that has to carry out the rest of your life. If you're in college right now and you're solely in college because it's what your parents wanted you to do because your parents were like, this is, you know, just think about that before you get yourself too deep. Because I would hate, you know, seven, eight years ago, if I would have decided to go into the medical field just to please my parents, I'm, you know, I'm sure my parents would still be proud of me regardless, but dude, I would hate my life. I think it's like absurd that we ask like 18 year old kids to decide what they want to do for the rest of their life. I feel like our children should be learning basic skills. Like if they're going to college, they should learn how to balance a checkbook, learn about credit, learn about the things that they don't teach you in like high school or middle or elementary like learn about the things that you didn't learn about life and then as you begin to like form your adult mind then pick your field of study there's so many things since the age of 18 that i have had to figure out specifically because like i just didn't fucking know the answer Mm -hmm. and i think that if there was even just like a course that you could take like your junior and senior year even just to prepare you for like what life is like after you 
graduate and go out into the world for yourself, it would be just so beneficial. And I know that some schools have that kind of like, um, I guess like life skills or something like that. Yeah, but they're like, that's not, life skills isn't one. I took life skills in like ninth grade and I learned when they say life skills, they, they really meant like life skills, not, not like they, we learned how to sew and make blankets and right. just like random, like, cook like, food and like yeah, like <laughs> small, random, like life skills, I suppose. Whenever I was in school, they incorporated, um, having to take a personal finance class, um, which was nice. And I did learn a lot, but that's not like a nationwide thing. No. That's just a Virginia where we went to school thing, you know? Yeah. Something that I've observed is just there's so many people who just don't know general life skills that as a human being we should know. Because on one hand, we know how to talk, we know how to walk, sure. Um, but we also live in like a modern day society and there are things that we need to know to be able to function properly in society. It's so interesting because at the very beginning of this chat, you kind of mentioned um, as a kid, your family would always be like, oh, we'll just wait till you get older. Um, and it's funny because now that I'm an adult, I'm like, wow, like adults really did know what they were talking about. Like maybe I should have listened to everything. Yeah. But I none of us do because yeah. we're children and children don't have the mental capacity to understand that typically i guess some children probably do but like most of us didn't that's probably honestly why they don't prepare us for a lot of these things in adult life um as a child is because i mean if you're anything like i was at that age i was a little shithead in high school i did not care so Honestly, even if I would have had a class like that, I probably wouldn't have paid attention anyway. But I think that it would be good if they implemented that instead of just like, I don't know, chemistry. It's interesting because I feel like maybe eventually more life skills and just more like general knowledge will be put into the school system. Like, I don't necessarily feel like the things that we learned weren't necessary you know, but like, I think that they could have added in things that would help us adapt and like fall into society because I feel like the main thing that school does is get children used, like in terms of like going into society is just get kids used to being on a schedule. Yeah. Like a Monday through Friday schedule, which is good, but that's it. I don't feel like we really learn. I mean, we learn social skills, which is nice, but we don't learn like general things that you need to know as an adult. And yes, maybe your parents should have taught you. Um, but I can speak for me and you like they didn't. Yeah. And also our parents both had three kids. Yeah. It's like how when you have a 20 something year old and you also have like a like, you know, 21 year old and then you also have like an 18 19 year old it's like you've got one person about to go through like a midlife crisis and another one who's like in their drinking phase and then another one who's about to graduate high school it's like how do you teach all of them the lessons they need to know i guess you kind of have to learn some lessons the hard way in and a sense parents are also just human they're doing this life thing and parent thing for the first time also 
And I think a lot of us forget that when we think about our parents. We think our parents are like these all-knowing beings. But like they're also doing life for the first time ever, just like us. Yeah, that's true. Don't forget to thank your parents, friends. <laughs> if this is your reminder from us right now, text your parents and tell them that you love them and that you're thankful for them. Um, and that you appreciate everything they tried so hard to teach you even though you failed to retain it. You didn't pay <laughs> one bit of attention. Even though you still had to learn the lesson the hard way, your fucking self. You know, we always do this here on the podcast. We always refer to younger us like we're not fucking 24. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely feel like an old soul. Um, I feel like younger me just could not wrap my head around like why certain things would happen to me or like why I would get in certain scenarios and like, now that I'm older, you know, hindsight, looking back, there was a reason for why everything happened. But I think the biggest difference is younger me tried to figure out like a rhyme or a reason without thinking about like how I could learn and benefit and move forward from the situation. I just was so hung up on why Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Why me? Instead of just thinking about what can I do to learn from this so that this doesn't happen again. And now that I'm older, I apply that to my life a lot. But it's just, you know, if I if I had somebody at that age, if I had a teacher or just somebody to just say, hey, there's going to be a lot of things that happen in your life that you're not going to know why it happened. But instead of focusing on why or trying to figure out a reason, just understand that you're going to learn something from it yeah. and, like, move on. I kind of look at situations as, like, what is this going to teach me? I guess, like, my mindset changes as I get older. Like, 24-year-old Alex doesn't think the same as 22-year-old Alex did, you know? Being able to, like, adopt a new mindset and just understand that, like, everything – can teach you something, even if it sucks, even if whatever the thing is, is hard and you really didn't deserve it. It's just your opportunity to sit back and be strong. Know that no matter what you go through and no matter what is put in your path, that you're going to be okay. There's nothing you can't conquer. And you're going to learn something and you'll be better eventually. It doesn't have to be today or tomorrow, but you'll be better eventually. I have been pretty blessed um, with, I guess, strength and mental health. You know, like, I, I feel like I'm a very, very big into, like, being a nurturer. And so whenever I see somebody being upset or struggling mentally, it doesn't, take a toll on me necessarily to the extent that it is them but I feel worse mentally when someone in my life or just someone around me is feeling bad like it's not until someone else feels bad mentally that I really kind of adapt that and adopt that and I think like oh my god like I'm I feel so bad for them and and that's kind of whenever it hits me. It's just like I want to help so much. But anyone out there who also is like that, I just would say to give yourself grace and understand that just because you want to help everyone, it's not your job to fix someone's mental health. It's your job to be a support system for your friends or your family or whoever needs it. 
but it's not your job to fix someone. I agree. It's not until you have to look at yourself in the mirror at your like deepest, darkest, you know, like rock bottom and realize that there is no one else around besides the person standing in front of you in the mirror. It does not matter how many friends you have in your life. I have the best friends in this entire planet that I could ever dream of. I have a support system like no other. It is unmatched. And yet I still think like they're not going to get me through this. Like they're going to help me through it, but I'm going to have to get myself through what I'm feeling. It's not somebody else's. And, you know, I think recently when I was going through all that stuff mentally, I think I put the blame on a lot of other people. Like I think I was looking externally and thinking like, I'm acting out, why is no one noticing kind of thing, you know? Um, but nobody else, it wasn't everyone else that needed to notice. It was me that needed to notice. And I, I couldn't get that. Like that concept couldn't click to me because I guess I was just so naive and I thought like, oh, it can never be me. Like I'm not the one with the problem. Self-awareness is a journey like god if i've ever fucking taken one in my life yes because okay that's just it goes to show like okay something is simple and this is like fully a metaphor here but think about like a dog and they're sitting there and all they want to do is play chase and they're freaking chasing their tail and surely they realize that it's their tail but they finally catch it and they bite it and then they get mad and it's just like bro you did it to yourself right like be be aware (laughs) the longer that you stay in that dark mental place the more you prolong you know the process of healing and the process of getting better it's going to take you just as long if not longer to heal from everything that you are experiencing and sometimes I can speak from experience sometimes you put yourself through those emotions those feelings sometimes you don't realize it but you can be forcing yourself to feel more sad like when I'm sad I always listen to sad music because it makes me more sad and I can just I can just really feel that when you're sad sad music really does hit it does (laughs) But it does, that's the whole reason it hits is because you you feel that feeling of like overwhelming emotion and sadness and the music just brings it out in you even more. I can't listen to happy music when I'm sad. And I think it's that self-deprecating thing. I've got to work on it. Don't give me that look. <laughs> I've got to work on it, but. I feel like though, you're not alone there. I feel like most people, if they're sad, they want to listen to sad music. They want to listen, not even just with music. But we want to relate to something. You want to feel we heard. want to know somebody else knows what we feel like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like music is like a, an amazing place to find that. Yeah. Because no matter, I mean, there are so, so many songs about so many different things. Like there's pretty much a song for every feeling, every point and period in life. And, um... And there's new songs coming out every single day. And when we find a song that we relate to, we, in any capacity too, like I feel like with sad music, I, everybody who knows me knows I'm a sad music gal. Like I freaking love sad music. And it's not because I'm sad. It's just, I, th- I think it's because I don't talk about 
sadness very often with many people, um, my own specifically, and I have to let those emotions out somewhere. And so I do it in my music. And no, my whole playlist isn't sad, but there is a lot of sad music on there. Um, But whenever you find a new song that you relate to, even if current you doesn't relate, I personally like to hear music that takes me back to a moment where I felt something, whether that was happy or sad or whatever, whatever that was. If I hear a song and it makes me think back to like a period in my life, like it just makes me... It almost like centers me with my soul. It makes me feel Alex three years ago or feel what it was like a couple, you know, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, sometimes you need that, honestly. I have that feeling all the time. I'll hear songs back from like, you know, 2018 when we lived together in Narrows and we were fucking it up, you know, like I'll hear songs from that era and I'll like think back and I'll almost like relive those memories again. I'll feel what that felt like during that time. And I think that that's important without that, you know, how else could you remember that emotion? You know, how else are you going to experience and learn emotions? You know, I feel like that's something that because of social media, a lot of us have packed away. A lot of people are not extremely like emotional externally because it's obviously not common to show yourself having a meltdown online. I heard this really good quote the other day. It was on Jay Shetty's podcast. I can't remember who the quote was from, but he said, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. Let that sit with you for a second, friends. Let's say you got really drunk one night and you just kind of like acted out, uh, embarrassed yourself. When you look back at that, no one else probably thinks twice about it. Everyone else is probably just like, whatever, no big deal. But you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Like, that was so stupid of me. I can't believe I let myself act like that. Like, We are our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because the thing is, honestly, I'm never paying attention to what everyone else is doing. And honestly, word of advice, if you are, you're just spreading negativity in the world like if you are focused and judging what someone else is doing why i've not had to think about like oh is this person being sincere like does is this how this person really feels i know that like my friends are going to tell me how the fuck they feel you know like at least my immediate friends the people that i have closest to me when i was in high school or when i was in college um a lot of the friends or the people that i said which granted this was my choice, the people that I chose to surround myself with, I always had to think about how they felt. Like after I would do something, if if something embarrassing would happen, I would always think like, oh God, I bet like they're, they're all talking about it or like they all, I don't know. I would convince myself for so many years how other people felt about me. And now it's not that I don't care about what other people think about me, but I guess I just care more about what I think about me. I love that. I've had so much fun this episode, just kind of sitting down and having a little checking in with us mental health vibe. Um, It's been good to just like get a few things off my chest. I hope that this conversation 
brought a lot of things up for you and I hope that this made you more aware. It was a feel-good chat and I think, I hope that the feeling was mutual with everyone listening. You know the drill. All of our social media is at That Cuts Deep. We're on Instagram and TikTok. We would love if you would check that out. And in addition to that, tell somebody about That Cuts Deep today. Tell them about the conversation you had with your friends, even if it was in your car and we weren't actually there. Our heart's here with you. Yeah, our heart is there. Um, so with that being said, we will see you next Thursday. See you next week.